John means business. Let's play ball. Welcome in, everybody, to Leading Off right here on Fantasy Pros. It's me, Joey P. That is Dinger Dan Harris, and it's you, and we're talking all things baseball this morning. It's Thursday. We're in that latter part of the week. It's getaway day, Major League Baseball. So as far as DFS goes, everything's in the afternoon. So we'll kind of fly through that later in the show. We'll talk about a little minor league baseball today and also some fun injury facts. I know how you love fun facts. That's what you do. We're like, uh, we're an educational program here. That's what we look at ourselves. Are. We're part entertainment, part education. We kind of do it all. And I couldn't do any of it without my esteemed colleague, Dan Harris. Dan, how are you feeling this morning, my friend? I'm fine. I, I didn't even let you know before we started recording, but a very, very hectic morning. Our coffee machine broke. We didn't have any Trader Joe's. I had to run out to Dunkin', you know. It's a wicked long line at the drive-through. So uh I was a little late. I got here right before we started recording, but I'm ready to go. Ready to go. You can't you, you can't have the coffee machine break right before. Nah, it's terrible. Can't do it. Yeah. No, terrible and, and if you had the Trader Joe's in the house, you would just say, Hey, hey, not a problem. Let Not me bad. just get a nice tall glass, some cold water, mix that bad boy up. Boom. There you go. Next thing you hashtag, know. Hashtag not a sponsor, just so you know. <sighs> but that's fine. I wish they were. We love you. You know, we, you know what we should do? Somebody needs to tweet at them or somebody. There's got to be somebody who works for the company who listens to this show. And it's got to be like, hey, you know what? These guys are talking about this for free. You might as well sponsor their show. Fair point. But we do have a sponsor and it's Manscaped. Don't ever forget it. Manscaped, don't, don't ever leave us. We yeah. we love you here, and I live for the Manscaped reads here on the program. Let's do a little three up and three down, and let's start with a great afternoon for the Baltimore Orioles. John Means throws a no-hitter, the first one since 91, but that was a combined no-hitter. I don't know if you saw some of the names that were involved in that one, but it's like the Bob Malachi's of the world and a couple other guys where you go, oh, I remember that dude's baseball card, but John Means looked fantastic. 12 strikeouts, absolutely dominant. We'll get more about him a little later. Giancarlo Stanton, another home run. He is on fire, which is great. Let's hope he plays a full season. That would be wonderful for the Yankees. Telling you the Astros exactly what the Yankees needed to just kind of get their juices flowing a little bit. Luke Voigt's on his way back. Things are getting better for the Yankees. They still need more pitching. Maybe John Means will get to him again later. I've got more thoughts on another team besides the Yankees that needs to be very aggressive on John Means. And then Shohei Otani, another effectively wild, hilarious outing for him. Check this out. I, I went and looked at his numbers for the year. 18 innings pitch, just seven hits, 30 strikeouts in 18 innings but 19 walks. So it's funny because if you took the hits and the walks and flipped them, you would say, wow, this is a brilliant pitcher, right? 18 innings. Okay. He's given up 19 hits, whatever one hit per nine, but look, just seven walks to 30 strikeouts. That's an incredible ratio, but it's not the case. How do you explain Dan, this bizarre stat line of Shohei Otani and his bizarre effectiveness as a pitcher? I mean, I think he's got incredible stuff. We've seen this before. We've seen guys who have really, really fantastic, stuff and just don't quite have the command that they necessarily need. I'm going to reiterate. I mean, it's fun to watch him. And he does, if he was purely a pitcher and probably gave up the hitting and just focused on pitching nonstop, he'd probably be a really, really impact starter. But for me, if I roster Shohei Otani, it's not like we have in tout wars or something where you have the two, I would just want him to bat because he could be one of the best hitters in fantasy baseball and regular baseball, even as a DH only. So I would rather he just sort of give up the pitching, but 
So long as he's still out there, he's a guy who, you know, especially in daily leagues, you can throw out there when he's out there. But I, I, I don't expect him to miraculously regain command or anything like that. And he's still relatively effective. He would be the best closer in baseball, period. There's no debate about it. And I'll We've tell you talked why. about that, by the way. He should be a reliever. I agree with you there. That You were the first uh, one to bring that up to me. a closer. And, uh, and for those of you who haven't heard this rant, we're going to bring it back because it's an oldie but a goodie today. Here's, here's why. Number one, he could just go out there and warm up when he's the DH, all that stuff. He could be ready to go. No big deal. But in the ninth inning, too, the guys who are effectively wild are untouchable because whenever player teams are behind three runs, most of the time, they just want to go home. They're done. They're down three runs. They're just free swinging. You're free swinging with Otani. Forget about it. It's going to be a hot mess. It's a disaster. He might go on one of those stretches where he doesn't give up a run for like 50 innings or something. Like it would be a crazy situation. That's how good he would be because effectively wild as a closer is something you can be and very good. We'll see if he can keep it up as a starter. I love it. It's great. He's giving me strikeouts. That's all I care about. And I need the strikeouts. Everybody needs the strikeouts because you can't have enough. And uh, it looks like Eric Wynn can't have enough of the show too. He had a, a quote from yesterday that he threw back at us from yesterday's show. And it's a quote of mine. So uh, you can roll your eyes, Dan. When you get in bed with Rocky's pitchers, you know you're coming out with a disease. There you go. That's, that was, you can... Uh, you can uh, put that in the we, quote book. Are we with John? It's a great quote, but are we with John Gray? I mean, another strong start <laughs> yesterday. Gray has been, uh, you know, I don't know. You might, uh, you might. 50 shades the, of gray. Uh, yeah. That yeah we're he, gonna was, do? he wasn't that bad. Wasn't uh, that bad. Look, you got, but sometimes they're going to be okay there. Marquez was okay there before. Uh, all right. That was the three up. Let's do the three down. Francisco Lindor, hitless, uh, gameless, finally got a, a sit in the double header. And I think you just give him off like a weekend. Honestly, you just do just. Let him clear his head. Don't let him take BP. In fact, the other thing too is I think you should just let him hit in the cage. Don't go out there taking BP on the field, hit in the cage, take a day off or something, whatever. Votto, broken thumb, out for a month. Ugh, that's not good. Uh, and Springer, back to the IL with a quad. He saw Christian Yelich. He's like, hey, you're back on the IL. I was on the IL. I want to come hang out on the IL. This sucks. Yeah, all of it is bad. Springer is very concerning because, again, it just seems like these guys – are desperate to come back and they push it before they're ready. Same thing with Yelich now with Springer and it's just not worth it. Like if this is what's going to happen, it's fine. And if you re-aggravate your quad injury when you're off from the IL for a day from your quad injury, that's a really, really bad sign. So I'm not expecting to see Springer for, I don't know if I want to be hopeful, a minimum of, of three weeks. I don't think this is like a season or anything like that, but he's got a really Take some time off right now just to make sure he gets it right. As for Lindor, yeah, the the biggest thing is you made the error yesterday, right? And it's like, okay, look, you you play great defense for the most part, but a lot of these guys are human. And if they're going to start taking some of their struggles out into the field, you probably got to sit them down. And this especially when they go home, which is like, man, he's going to get, you know, the New York crowd. They're unnecessarily vicious. They're going to kill him as they had been even before the road trip. So yeah, he's got to do something to clear his head, but he'll be fine. I'm st- I'm not, I'm not running away from Joe. I don't know about you, but I no, still said I'm it like last three him. shows. I'm yeah. running towards him with open yeah. arms. Give me all the Lindor. It'll be fine. This will be a yeah. distant memory come June 15th, a distant memory. And Jesse in the chat says uh, trade Lindor for Manscaped 4.0. Not yet, mm. not yet, but it's, it's getting close. It's getting yeah, close. I don't think Francisco you Lindor. Be in. Yeah. I don't think he's got a, an LED light attached to it. <laughs> I'm not pretty sure. So yeah. just, just pointing that out there. True. Uh, but uh, we've got a great stat for you, by the way, about injuries. I'm teasing it because 
I want to get everybody here live because I know some of you drag it in the morning. Other people whose coffee machines broke like Dinger Harris's this morning. Uh, So when we get all the people who usually show up here live, I want to share this stat because this is a staggering thing that I found on spot track this morning. Cause we were talking about injuries, but in the meantime, in the meantime, let's talk a little minor league baseball. That's right. Because Wander Franco hit a home run last night, day before smack of the ball round. It's coming. It's coming quickly. Willie Adams is, I don't know. He's like a 600 OPS right now. I don't know where they're going to play him. I don't care where they play him. I just want him to hit, but Wander Franco is coming um, green for the reds, by the way, a uh, hundred, on the radar gun on 37 of his pitches. So that's going to be certainly fun. So <laughs> keep an eye on that. Uh, and it looks like the Marlins, uh, Sixto Sanchez, uh, excuse me, not, not Sixto Sanchez. Um, he's actually coming back to, he's working his way back through. That's going to yes. be a start later on in the week, but you got some of these minor league guys so far um, getting hot out of the gate, which is great. But the story so far has definitely been Wander Franco because he has been again, as advertised from day one. And here he is and can't miss gets thrown around a lot, but you know, if you have Wander Franco, just hold on. If you don't, and somehow he's available in a league because people had injuries and had to drop guys, go pick him up now. I'm telling you, just do it this weekend. Don't wait. Yeah, look, the bottom line is I don't think there are that many managers because, again, we're going to talk about injuries that have a ton of empty roster spots, right? Like, I don't think they're sitting there being like, great, I can stash this guy and this guy and this guy. So there are, I'm sure, a lot of leagues where it's tough because we have no idea when Franco's coming up, right? He could play in the majors right now. If he wanted, he'd be one of the better players on the Rays. I have little doubt of that. I do expect, if I was to guess, that it'll probably be sometime, you know, in late June, maybe early July, everything like that. And if you do have the roster space, of course, you should stash Franco right now. But I think you're overselling it a little bit as to, like, if he's available. Like, I, he's available in a lot of my leagues because – it's tough, Joe, at this point with all the injuries, just to have a uh, roster spot on your bench that you're just sure. like, you know what, I don't, I don't need to worry about it. So, but if he is out there and you can stash him, of course you do it. But I have absolutely no idea when he's coming up. I think he gets fifty to seventy-five at bats at the minor league level, and then he's up. That's my okay. that'll that'll put you kind of like where you said, middle of June. That's yep. that sounds about right. My guess is before the All Star break, not after it. But I think that's exactly where. And if they want to wait till after, that's okay. But I think he's going to be an impact player. The dude just hits like he is just that guy. Um, all right. So John Means was brilliant yesterday. You know, the last real no hitter, by the way, not the combined one, was all the way back to Jim Palmer for the Orioles. Wow. I don't know if you knew that, but it's been a long time. Uh, Sonny Gray was very good yesterday, too. Uh, seven shutout innings, eight Ks for him. We've been talking about the Reds being a team that if they can get everything right, they could be a very dangerous team. Of course, they get Gray right, and then Votto goes on the IL. So. This yeah. constant barrage of injuries, which we'll get to in a second. Oh, the stat's going to blow your mind. Charlie Blackman, signs of life, baby steps. Baby steps for Charlie B. Yeah. He's too good of a hitter to go on this bad of a streak, but he is getting older, and I think he's also a player that, you know, at this stage in his career, you're seeing decline, which is what you're starting to see out of players as they age into their 30s, which is different than what we saw 15 years ago because there's no more good vitamins in the game. Uh, Max Freed returned from the IL five innings for him, six K's against the Nats. So that's good. A healthy version of him. And, uh, before we get to all these injuries and there's a ton of them, mm-hmm. I want to throw this out there. So I went on to the spot track this morning cause I eventually found it. Would you like to take a guess so far in 2021, how many days, how many days have been lost to injury in major league baseball? Take a guess. Four. Four. It I'm, is higher than four. All it right. All right. No, just tell me. I don't like guessing games. Just tell me. I'll give you I'll give you a, a multiple choice. Okay? 
Okay. Is it 1127? Is it 2583? Is it 3604? Or is it 4805? 11, the first one, 1100, whatever. <clears throat> Wrong. You want to guess again? No, I just want you to tell me. <laughs> 4,805 days lost. That's and that equivalates to, and I'll, is equivalent a word? If not, I just made it up. All right. $88 million. That's how much has been paid to guys on the IL so far. And again, this is total for every team. So there's some guys who have been out on the IL already in big contracts like George Springer, right? Christian Yelich, guys missing a lot of time. We're getting paid a lot of money. 4,805 days, $88 million already. What do you think when I tell you that number? How, how does that hit you? I mean, it it, it hits me as, uh, you know, I, I'll play and take just a very fraction of that money. I mean, that that's what it gets. Now, you, you, have a, you have a rant right now, right? Because you're, you're very upset about this. So you've been holding it back. So just rant. Just do it. Because I, I bet you, I, I'm, I might take the opposite side, but go ahead. Rant, I know rant you're going to take the opposite side. I am. Well, I probably here, here's am. my thing. I don't want to say that, you know, everybody needs to toughen up. But everybody needs to toughen up a little bit. I understand, like, certain injuries are just injuries like, you know, you can't swing the bat. That's, that's fine. That's fair. But I think what you're seeing is that between the guaranteed money and the lack of administered other drugs that are available to people, it's funny. When grandma breaks a hip... You know, they give her HGH and steroids and things like that to help her recovery. But if somebody, you know, tweaks their quad, we can't do that in Major League Baseball. And I guess <clears throat> here's what I don't understand. If the medical community has made advances where they give you certain things when you have injuries as just a lay person. <clears throat> I don't know why it can't be controlled and to help these guys manage a 162 game season. It's abnormal. It's twice as long as any other sports season. And everyone says, well, the football guys are all the tough guys. Yes, but they only play once a week. So whatever injury you have, you suck it up for that one day and you go out there and play. But for baseball, it's a little different. It's the grind of every single day. And I think that that's a little much. And you're taking greenies out. You're taking steroids out. You're taking all these things. And if you go back to the golden age of baseball, where it was height of popularity, it was what? Right? The late 90s, early 2000s, where we couldn't get enough of it. And it was all over the back page of every national newspaper and everything that was going on. Baseball was red hot then. And... Although, you know, you can look back and say, well, what are we doing to the game and the records and all that stuff? Yeah, the records are fine. I want fun, good baseball. And you can't compare the travel schedule to the travel schedule of the 50s. You can't compare what these guys are facing now in terms of the athletes, in terms of the level, to the 60s. You just can't do it. It doesn't comp anyway. And I just want guys in the field. I think this is what discourages people sometimes from fantasy baseball, is they literally can't field a team. And we just talked about you can't have... 12 guys uh, in a or gals in a fantasy league, right? It's like, you got to have 12, 12. And once you start going over 12, the pool gets really difficult to work with. So again, I don't want anyone dying young. I don't want anyone addicted to painkillers. I don't want any of that, but there's gotta be a better way. And then I see Carlos Correa and his mittens running around the bases. And I look and I say to myself, I can't imagine that these people who have all this, you know, I'm wearing my mittens to do this. I'm doing like, Where's the toughness in baseball? Sometimes it's hard to find, Dan, and that's my rant. And you would guess that my coffee machine broke that I'm so irritated. Yeah, you're nuts, man. Uh, yeah. Look, I, uh, 
as somebody who, you know, is thankful on a day where I get out of bed and don't pull my back, I, I'm certainly not going to call anybody and be like, well, you got to play through it or anything like that. The mittens thing. I mean, come on, man. You want to you want to slide and not hurt your and not break a finger. I'm all for that. OK, I don't I'm not going to be like, why are you wearing the mittens and stuff like that? I don't care about stuff like that. If you want to implement something to help athletes stay healthier, something that isn't unhealthy or anything like that. I'm all for that. But look, man, this is just, I, this feels like an atypical year. Did you look up injuries as compared to I'm past trying years? To like up, I'm trying it to bring matter. up last years on this. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is, <laughs> it's just a rant anyway. It's a fantasy baseball podcast. But regardless, <laughs> I, I think, you know, I, I get where you're coming from, but I'm certainly not in favor of like, well, just bring back the Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa steroid days or anything like that because it was more fun. Like, you know, I, I, I get it. It's a tough sport and and you play every day and people get injured but you know it, it kind of is what it is a little bit to me so sorry he, and i being... understand my no my, my popular is the my opinion is the unpopular one i am aware of this like and many of your opinions like many of my opinions that's yep. fine and and it's okay for people to disagree with me i, I don't have a problem with this I, I guess what i'm getting at is you know for all of our advances in technology and all our advances in studying the game and all our advances in everybody eating right and and not going out and 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 working out 24 hours a day and all the things and these guys all look like they're in great shape baseball is different it's a different game it's it's training for the olympics is not training to play baseball and i guess at the end of the day i feel like there's a divide here where everybody's training the muscles to play baseball instead of training the baseball muscle and I think that's a problem. And I think the human body can only take so much. And I think that's why you have every year the same kind of injuries. What do we get every spring? Go ahead, say it. I don't even, I'm not going to say it to you. What's the injury everybody gets? And you roll your eyes and go, well, it's spring because this guy hurt his what? Starts with an O. Oblique? Yeah, that's right. Everybody, yeah. heard, oh, it's an oblique strain. Oh, I got my oblique strain. I got, you know, it's like you can, you can mark it on there. And then what happens when we get into April, May? You get the leg injuries, you get the quads, you get all these other things popping up right now because now they're starting to run in weird bursts and things like that. I just feel like there's a better way and I, I'd love to see a study on it and I think we should and I hope somebody does because I'm sure Major League Baseball doesn't want to pay $88 million on the IL to start the year. We're in May 6th. That's brutal. That's tough. Right. And it's right. taking its toll in the game everybody loves. All right, speaking of injuries, better? Alex Kirilov. You're okay now? You're, you've got that I feel worse. Ready to get back to fantasy or what? No, I feel worse, actually. I oh, feel goodness. worse. <laughs> so, all right. All right. Alex Kirilov plays on the IL. Uh, he did have a wrist injury in 2019. Uh, yeah. Your concern level for Alex Kirilov right now? It's pretty high, uh, just because, again, this sort of came from nowhere. He looked fine, and suddenly it doesn't look good. Going to see a specialist. Had the same thing before. I don't know if he's got something going on with a wrist that would cause us, but this is more than just some random player which says, oh, my wrist is something that bothers me. I'm concerned about this, and you know how much I love Kirilov. So mm -hmm. if I roster him, I'm trying to stash him on the aisle if I can, but I I'm waiting for news and with bated breath a little bit. We knew Rendon was going to go in the IL. I saw it happen live in that game. There was a cut in and I watched it happen. As soon as yeah. he went down, I was like, oh God, that's an IL stint. And he's lucky it wasn't worse. Yeah. But he's on the IL. Uh, we got Brandon Nimmo on the IL with a bruised finger. Boo. Uh, Buster Posey with what? Oh, wait, a hamstring injury. Uh, I hope, May. by the way, Posey's okay. I, I hope it was just them being cautious because he, I mean. You he's know, been great. We, we haven't great. talked about him enough. He's been mm -hmm. like, I mean, I'm. You want to you want to value him as a top five catcher rest of season? I'm not gonna even argue with that. I don't have mm -hmm. him there, but I'm not gonna argue with that because he has been great and it really does look like the 
basically two years that he kind of took off, given that he opted out last year and he had the hip injury the year before really did him some good to sort of refresh and get back. He's still one of the best hitters, certainly for a catcher in the game. Yeah, yeah, I see he's on. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. I remember Marte in April. He hurt his hamstring. We got the flexor, the hip flexor for Robert. We've got uh, a hamstring here for Posey. Just watch, everybody, as the weather starts to heat up. Now we get the the hamstring injuries are going to creep in, and this is what's going to happen. All the leg and the lower part injuries. We get the upper injuries in in March and February. And they get the lower injuries in, in May and April. Just, this is what, this is the pattern and it's not new. It's just the pattern. Uh, Diego Castillo onto the IL Fairbanks activated. Is he worth speculating for saves in your opinion, Dan? I guess I, I, I'd (laughs) rather avoid the Rays. I'd rather avoid the Rays. Like I did, uh, like I do pretty much every other team who who got that. What was it? Springs? Is is he the one who got the save last night for the Rays? I I have to go back. I don't know. I don't want any part. I think, you know, it was funny because the Rays are usually going to Ray. They weren't raying when they had Castillo. They were like, okay, you're just our closer. But now I think they're going to go back to raying. So I'm avoiding the bullpen there. All right. Harper's still out with the wrist and Juan Soto he keeps pinch hitting because yeah, apparently he's not able to. to I can. I can. Actually, I have an answer for the Go ahead. thing. I, I was prepared for this because I knew Good. you were going to ask me, well, what the hell? So what here's is what the hell. What the hell is um, he's not good enough to throw in the field yet, but he's good enough to swing the bat. And they've got an upcoming series, I believe, with the Yankees this weekend. So okay. he can DH. So the whole point was to get him a couple at bats live pitching in, which, again, I don't know why you wouldn't just go to the minor leagues to do it and get four at bats there. But right. whatever. So I guess this was it. They decided to do it this way instead to give him two, two or three games. And then on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, DH him. And then hopefully by next week, better for the field. That's yeah. why I was. That's told. dumb. I look that. I mean, again, because he should be in the minors because he's not playing. And you saw last night, Robles came up with the bases loaded. And, you know, we both, up. we both love, we both love Robles. We both hope that he turns it around, but whatever. And Soto's sitting there on the on-deck circle, and it's really because he can't pitch it for Robles because Stevenson's already in the game. So Mm -hmm. if he has to do that, then he has to play the field, and he can't play the field. He is a player, an outfielder, on a National League team that cannot play the field right now. That's ridiculous. If he's not healthy enough to play the field, muddle through with Adam. Like you said, let him get the at-bats in the minor league game. Now, if it is something where he's super close, super close, he's a couple days away, they just wanted to get him up, and they're going to Yankee Stadium, and he's going to DH, and then they feel like as soon as that's over, I'll be able to feel fine. I'll pull back the rant. But either way, it's annoying, man. I don't know this what this is. is. This I don't is like great. it. Two old guys angry on the porch. Yeah, it's like when Tags and I wanted to start our podcast, two old men yell about snow because we were so mad at the snow days. That's that's that's. I, I can do old man podcasts yell about any anything. So, you know, hit me up. In my mentions. Go ahead. <laughs> he left that show. He left you yeah, high and dry true. there because now true. he's in Tennessee. So I know. Now Whatever. it's a solo program, but this mm-hmm. is good. Everyone's everyone's mad on Thursday morning anger. I love yeah. it. It's great. Um, look today, real quick, and then we'll get to some of your questions. If you got questions, drop them in here. We'll talk about them. But yep. uh, DFS today. I'm taking the day off from the video. We got a couple football things to do today. So just it's all day games anyhow. So yep. just be really careful because a lot of guys take days off. So there's a lot of other people in those lineups. The good chalk is obviously Garrett Cole. He's going to be super expensive, but Danny Duffy's been really good too. He's a very good pivot today. I would just, if you know, if you play Garrett Cole in cash and try Danny Duffy and pay up for some other offense in some spots. Um, but I want to go back because I talked about John Means before, and mm-hmm. I have a new thought. And my new thought is I had said that the Yankees need to be aggressive and go get John Means. I said this a couple weeks ago. 
I think I have another team that should be aggressive and go get him. It should be the St. Louis Cardinals. And here's why. Uh, the Cardinals could really use a lefty in that rotation first and foremost, right? Because they are a very right-handed rotation to begin with. They were yep. last year. They had all righties in the rotation. Number two, they have the goods in the system to make a trade like that. Number three, the way Milwaukee is right now, the way the Cubs are right now, the way Pittsburgh is right now, the way the Reds are right now, they can run away with this division and get home field advantage throughout the whole darn thing if they do it right. They're in a position to run away with the central. If you get John Means early, you can pad that lead. You can have another really strong starting pitcher. And if you can, maybe you can even get a Mancini too. Now, if they don't, I'm going to go back to that Yankees. If you're the Yankees right now and the Orioles, because it's tough to make an in-division trade, here's the one I'm going to propose to you. The Yankees need some more pop in the outfield. Left field's a problem for them. Trey Mancini, John Means for Garcia, Clint Frazier, and Clark Schmidt. You make that move if you're both teams? Um, If I'm the Yankees, yes. I mean, the thing that you got to understand about Means, and this puts the Orioles in a little bit of a conundrum, is he's under control for four seasons, right? Until mm -hmm. he's a free agent in 2025. His current salary is $595,000. That's why you like got to give up the top guy. Like, Garcia's got to right. be their top. You got him and Schmidt and Frazier in that deal. Yep. No, no, no. I, I don't. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, for the Yankees, I do it because I do think that Means is a guy who's like, okay, here is, you know, behind Cole, like a guy we can just plug in there for the next four seasons. They don't care about money anyway, but certainly it, it eases the burden a little bit. I probably do that i think if i'm the orioles yeah i mean it's hard because means is sort of the type of guy they, they haven't had pitching in forever right they haven't had anybody who they can rely on and means is is a legitimate guy you know a guy who can wind up being an ace if he has to now he's a little older he's 28 so you know i could see it from that sense but i probably do that i guess if, if i'm the orioles i mean it's i would much prefer to trade him out of the division of course but it's not a bad it's not a but bad you're not offer. competing with the yankees anytime soon right? i mean that's that's also fair yeah i, I mean, mean I that's guess. the whole thing if i look at that in both teams it's like okay i'm getting two big pitching prospects and a major league ready hitter everyday player in frazier right and yeah. putting him in camden yards it's also a good ballpark not that yankee stadium isn't i think you could pull that off but right now if i'm the cardinals i am on the phone Yep. What does it take to get John Means? Because if you put him at the top of that rotation with Flaherty and you got Arenado and Goldschmidt, you got great defense around, you've got a, a very plucky team at times. But right now with Yelich on the IL, I'm telling you, you could really this division could be over by July 1st if yeah. if they do it right. I really yeah. believe that potentially. All right. Here's some questions for the peanuts and the cracker jacks here. Uh, everybody's lively this morning. Everybody must have had a a coffee machine break or something like that. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, would you give Stanton to get Lindor? Oh, that's a tough one. That's from Alex Jennison. I don't know about that one. Um, I'm doing I, that. I think I, I'm doing that without hesitation. You do, like, you're I, doing it? In Roto, yeah. I would. In Roto, I would. I, by the way, I not. assume that every question is Roto because Roto I is. And still I assume the every question's not because I yeah. hate it. So. I, I know I assume or Roto or head to head categories because it's basically the same thing. Right. Uh, for me, I'm doing it. Look, Stanton, even though he's DHing, he, of course, has the injury history. And again, I'm, I'm not going to let a month worth of slow start for Lindor push me off the train. So I, I will do that. Push sure. me off the Throw Harris from the train. Throw Harris ben wants to train. know, are these underperforming players still rosterable in a 14 team league? Lourdes Gurriel Jr., Patrick Corbin, Kyle Hendricks. I'm going to go three for three on the yeses in a 14 team league. I'm not giving up any depth and Hendricks. We talked about turning around and Corbin has been better. Uh, so yeah, why not? Your thoughts? 
No hesitation. Yes. Uh, they're all rosterable. Absolutely. I mean, Corbin is coming off a pretty decent start. They're going against the Yankees. So I'm a little nervous about this next one. Hendricks. Absolutely. I mean, we're, we're not anywhere close. You got to be happy about what you saw from Hendricks and Gurriel will be fine as well. So all of them. Yes. Uh, let's see. Solak jazz Chisholm, Ty France redraft 10 team points league. Uh, how would you rank them? Jazz Chisholm, France and Solak. Uh, I, th- I think I'm still jazz first, even though, despite the injury, I think I'm select two in France three. I think that's my order, but it's very close in a points league. I'll probably go. I think I'll go Solak jazz France. Okay. France is really cool down. I mean, he, he got off to that blistering start. He's really cool down right now. I think he'll probably get back up, but I would prefer Solak, who's kind of under the radar, had a really, really decent season. So he is my top choice there. All right, and last one here, and then we'll close it out. So, question is, uh, and it's on everybody's mouth everywhere. I hear it everywhere. What do you do with Kyle Tucker? He looks lost. He looks like he's in just a, a bad funk. He doesn't have the same kind of track record as some other players have. Like Lindor, we're all very, you know, unconcerned about. What do you do with Kyle Tucker here? Because you're kind of in a bad spot. Obviously, in, in Dynasty Leagues and Keeper Leagues is a different story. Give me your Keeper Dynasty League take. Are you buying we're selling and give me your take on redraft what you want to do because you have Tucker and he's not doing anything. I have a question. Okay. Is you Kyle Tuck- ask a question after I ask you a question? I, yes, I can do whatever I want. Um, is Kyle Tucker injured at present? No. Then I'm buying him everywhere I can in redraft <laughs> and in long-term <laughs> dynasty leagues. There are players. I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Okay. Kevin Biggio, and I know we've talked about him a couple of times, something like that. This is a player who I liked a lot coming I, well, I liked a lot when he came up from the minors and again i'm very close to the um, fisher cats the blue jays double a affiliate so i got to watch him and vladdy and bichette all at the same time it was great i like biggio as a player really did understood there were stat cast concerns that's fine but i still like them because of his position flexibility i don't like what i'm seeing from kevin biggio at all okay and this is not a guy with an established enough minor league track record he was he was good but not something where i was wowed by his approach, by things he could offer. I am moving him sort of down my redraft and my dynasty sort of outlook. Guys like Kyle Tucker and guys like Francisco Lindor obviously has a more established major league track record. I don't move at all, okay? I don't care. These guys are too talented. We've seen too much from him. Tucker's minor league track record is historically good. Zero concerns. If I roster him in a redraft league, we'll talk redraft right now. He is in my lineup and I do not ever think about taking him out. I just don't. He is in that lineup. Same with Lindor. They're in my lineup. That's it. End of story. No movement whatsoever. This has been great. It's been a very therapeutic show for everybody this morning. I feel like everyone's gotten a lot off their chest. I feel like we're ready to approach Friday in the weekend now. This has been building. I feel like it's been rage building here. Oh, tomorrow, remember, earlier on YouTube, we got an earlier show that's Dan at 8.30. Another day, I'm not from my mother's house, but I I got a a commitment. I'll be in a suit, so just FYI. So I got to bump out of here right after that. 8.30 tomorrow on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash MLB. Okay, so early start tomorrow, everybody. Don't forget, and also... Speaking of important things you need to know, the Lawnmower 4.0 is out there and available. It gives you the ability of a 4,000K LED spotlight because you want to spotlight those trouble areas. Plus, it's got new guard sizes, one through four. That's right, not just two anymore. Now there's four difference. You can adjust all the different sizes and lengths and whatever it is that you want to do in the dark or under the LED light. That is your business. 
but Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is the tool to do it with. It's got electromagnetic induction. trimmer it's time to make some changes so get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code fantasy pro actually no i'm sorry with the code leading off my apologies too many shows sometimes in the head <laughs> of joey p get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code leading off at manscaped.com again that's leading off is the code and make sure you go get your manscaped 4.0 lawnmower Again, it is uh, a whole new world in terms of trimming yourself and keeping yourself clean and looking cool and looking good. So go to manscaped.com, take care of it now. Your balls will thank you. And uh, speaking of thank yous, Dan, are we going to finally thank somebody who did win the Acuna jersey or no? What are we doing? No, no. I I think we're giving it one more day and then we will draw another name. Check your spam, people. Check your spam, please. Check your spam for a fantasy pros address emailing you to tell you that you have won. Okay. And regardless, make sure you enter the contest for the Vladimir Guerrero Jr. signed baseball, which we are running right now. That's right. You go to fantasypros.com slash MLB contest. You take a screenshot of your review and all you got to do is upload that and fill out the form. And just like that, boom, you are entered to win a Vladdy Guerrero Jr. autograph ball. Thanks to our uh, friends at pristine auction and i want to thank everybody so despite our crankiness we hit a milestone uh yesterday dan 3.5 thousand subscribers on the fantasy pros mlb channel so nice. how you doing well done everybody to the moon i love to it. the moon baby so if you haven't already go subscribe there as well we appreciate it and uh, we want to thank everybody again for listening to the show hanging out with us Again, listening to our rants and our opinions and letting us yell at the sky for a half hour. So that'll do it for us. We'll be back again tomorrow to do it all again. And again, we'll be doing it earlier, 8.30, not 9 o'clock start time. For those of you who always say the show start earlier, well, you got your wish again. Thanks to Dan Harris's very busy schedule. So the story of the game goes on. In the meantime, I'm still Joe Pizapia, and that's still Dan Harris. We'll see you next time, kids. 